Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. So I'm Dr. Brian Artis. Welcome to the Dr. Artis Show. This is our highlight of the week. We're going to get an economic update from our man, Kirk Elliott at KirkElliottPhD.com. Wealth wealth manager, advisor, two PhDs. This guy's brilliant in theology, economy. All right, Kirk Elliott, please give us an update on what's going on in the world. How can you help people uh, acknowledge what is present, what they need to know, what they need to be prepared for, and how you, Kirk Elliott, PhD, how you and your advising team can help people secure their financial future. Hey, Brian, it's so great to be with you today. And it's a, it's a wild week um, market-wise because we've got a ton of reports. So, to I mean, with the time that we're recording is it's the last day of the second quarter. It's June 30th, right? And so whenever you have the last day of a quarter, you're going to have all kinds of economic reports that come out. Well, the ones that came out this week, which are causing uh, some market mayhem, because if we had good news, it would cause the markets to go up, but we don't necessarily have good news, right? So so the markets are reacting to that. So we look back to Monday, we had pending home sales, durable goods, because nobody's buying a lot of stuff right now, and nor are they buying homes, because the Fed keeps raising rates, right? So if you look back two months ago, they raised rates a quarter of a point. Go back to last month, they raised rates half a point. Two weeks ago, they raised rates three quarters of a point. So not only are they raising rates, they're accelerating the rate of which they've raised rates, right? And, and so, but, but here's the thing. The mortgage industry is, is pretty smart because what do they do? They give out a big lump sum of, of cash for somebody to buy a house, and then they're going to get paid back over 15 or 30 years, right? So they're very forward-looking, um, smarter than most uh, banks or other investment houses, because they want to make sure that they get back the amount that they gave them. And so they have to kind of look into the future as much as they can. Well, what have mortgage rates done? See, the, the Fed funds rate, that's only gone up 1.5% over the last three months. Mortgage rates have gone up over 3% now. So they're doubling the rate of growth. So that tells us we don't think that the future looks pretty good for us to be able to be paid back. So therefore, we're going to raise rates because there's a greater risk that we're taking for the reward that we're going to get, right? So so you've got that that kind of stuff happening. And and the Case-Shiller Home Price Index came out on Tuesday. Housing prices across the country are starting to come down for the first time and who knows when. But that's a function of people not necessarily working in, in rising interest rates. So housing is becoming less affordable. So therefore, for the people to sell their houses in this market, they have to lower the price, right? But but the big one, the big one that that there's actually two biggies that, that came out this week, unemployment numbers um, and the consumer confidence one, which to me, consumer confidence is, is a great leading indicator of, of what the stock market is going to do because when people invest, Brian, um, let's say you invested in Google or Apple or General Motors or Tesla or whatever, right? You invest in a company because you say, okay, 
I want my, my retirement to look good. I like the products that this company has. They have good management and I'm expecting it to grow. Well, when consumer confidence starts to pull back, people don't have a good expectation of future outcomes. So they stop investing. This is why we're seeing pullbacks in, in the stock market. I mean, big, big, huge pullbacks. So, so three weeks ago, um, we had eight weeks in a row of declining stock market prices every single week. Why that's significant, that hasn't happened since the Great Depression. Then you go to two weeks ago, they had nine weeks. One week ago, you had 10 weeks. We're now on week 11 of, of decline. I mean, and I don't see that, that stopping when eight weeks was a record since the Great Depression, and we're now three weeks beyond that, that they don't have control of, of this. Um, then, then you look at some of the other reports that came out and, you know, other than, other than personal income, initial jobless claims, right? But we've got, it, uh, let's see, today is Thursday, Friday. It's not a report, but it's an event. Okay, so what's going to happen on Friday is the European Central Bank is ending its bond buying program. So this, this is a big deal. So well, let's use the Federal Reserve and, and the U.S. Treasuries as an example in this story. So, so we rely on foreign capital coming in to fund our debt, to fund stimulus programs, entitlements, right? Other countries buying our bonds. Well, when other countries view the U.S. dollar as stinky, they stop, they stop doing it. And so then we're, who buys them? Because we, we still have all these, these things that we have to pay as a country, right? Well, the Fed buys them. And that's the bond buying program, right? So, so the Fed has been tapering off on that for, for a while now. But the European Central Bank this Friday is stopping it altogether, literally altogether, which means what are they going to have to do? They still have stimulus programs. They still have entitlements. They still have welfare. They still have debt. Um, they're going to have to go into an inflate or die scenario. So where they're just going to print without discretion to stimulate the economy. This is where, as we look at things that are happening right now to look into the future, I don't, I, we haven't seen the beginning of inflation. I mean, this is, this is the nasty part about what we're looking at because of the policies, the fundamentals, the issues, these reports, these events that, that are happening right underneath our nose point to inflation hasn't even, hasn't even begun to die down. See, this, this, is, this is a problem. But those are all the fundamental factors causing this. But there's also other things that cause stocks and bonds to come down. That's geopolitical conflict, right? The war, right? So because that brings uncertainty, turbulence, turmoil, change into the markets. And, and people who invest in stocks and bonds really like consistency of future expectations. They like stability, right? Well, war does not bring that. So what are we seeing just this week, Brian? Um, the head of the, the kind of Asian Pacific Rim for the military is, has now reported yesterday um, the largest buildup of China's military in the history of China. Okay, so China's big. Um, is there any other country in the Asia Pacific Rim that's going to invade China? No, not unless they want to get obliterated, right? So why the buildup of troops? Because they're going to invade, not because they're being invaded. I think they're building up to invade Taiwan, right? Because they see Biden's ineptness in foreign policy and what he's been doing with Russia and Ukraine. It's like, all right, it's time for us to 
if we want to, if we want to do take over Taiwan, uh, let's do it now. Let's do it now. Right. I mean, I, I think that's what this buildup for troops are, but now that's not the only place because in Europe, NATO just yesterday as well, funny how these things happen on the same day, built up their immediate response troops, you know, to, to an immediate reaction by 300,000 troops. So, are they planning to invade somebody? Probably not. I think they're planning on being invaded by like Russia, you know, Eastern Europe. So, so all of this conflict is going to wreak havoc in the markets and we're seeing it. The Dow is down again today. Things, things are reeling. But I think outside of those, probably the most important piece of news this week is Iran. It's in Iran. They, they petitioned to be part of the BRICS consortium of, of countries. Uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, right? Now, Iran is is big oil producing nation. You know, so is Russia. China is the number one manufacturer in the world. They just are, they just basically shot across the bow, a big, huge shot that says petrodollar, you're done, right? Because now when you've got big manufacturing company, two big oil producers, and they're pulling in country after country after country, including France, Poland, India, um, the days are, are numbered for the petrodollar, which means what is the petrodollar? It's the U.S. dollar that's that, that's used in all oil purchases globally, right? There, this is how it's been since the 1970s, which gives us built-in demand for our currency. This is going away, Brian, with, with everything that we're seeing here. So what do we do? What do we do when the markets are in free fall? When we've seen the NASDAQ down 38% year to date in six months, I mean, we're on pace for a 72% correction. Good grief. The, the S&P 500, the Dow, they're down over 25% year to date. We're on pace for over 50% correction. I would encourage people to get out, get out of Dodge, you know, before it goes any lower. But this is human nature for people to say, I wanted to get out six months ago and I didn't, but I can't get out now because it's too low. I'm just going to wait till it bumps up. What if it doesn't? I mean, in, in 2009, S and P 500 came down over 40% In 2000 tech stocks came down 80%. What if it keeps going down? When, when something is going down rule of thumb, get out as soon as you can. When something is going up, get in as soon as you can. So I would encourage everybody watching this, get rid of your stocks like now, because the fundamentals aren't there for growth. They're there for contraction. So get out and I would go into what's growing. Things that do respond well to inflation are growing. Um, real estate is, is a thing, right? But we have a counter opposing force because it will tend to go up with inflation, but if people can't buy it because rates are going up or banks are running out of liquidity, well, it's not liquid, and that's going to actually act as an anchor for the growth in real estate. So you need something that's not financed that's a thing, which would be gold and silver. They're, they're, they're you know, cash purchases generally. People don't finance to buy them. They're 100% liquid. They're things like oil, gas, groceries, cars. All of that goes up with inflation. Gold and silver is a thing. Here's what I would shout from the rooftops and, and face the music for sounding like a broken record every single week because buy gold and silver. That's why I sound, I, I'm willing to sound like a broken record because it's the only thing that makes sense right now. It won't be forever. It won't be. Um, just like stocks aren't good forever. There's times when you want to be out. There's times when you want to be in. Right now, 
it's time to be in gold and silver because of the economic forces and the fundamentals that are causing growth or shrinkage in the markets. Gold and silver are going up. Reduce your risk. Maximize your return. And that's how you'll successfully navigate through this, Brian. I love it. Is there any other commodities you look for outside of gold and silver that actually will go up with inflation possibly? Well, there are like we're seeing platinum and palladium go through the roof, but it's not necessarily for good reasons. It's because 95 percent of of the market for platinum and palladium are controlled by Russia. Well, there's export controls right now. So there's very little supply. Prices are going through the roof. As soon as that conflict ends, the prices come back to normal and people can never recapture that premium ever. Um, uh, there are other commodities. I mean, commodities across the board are going up, but the only way to invest in them is like through futures contracts, through papers, through stocks, bonds, mutual funds. Well, those markets are coming down. So really the only thing that makes sense that you can buy physically, because buying a, a silver ETF or a gold ETF is not buying metals. That's buying another piece of paper. The only way to really do it is is with gold and silver. I mean, if there was another way, we would we would recommend it, but there's just not. What about those of us, uh, for example, me who has a company like Artist Labs? If we have if we have money inside of our checking account, savings account for those those businesses, is it worth investing into gold and silver with that money for your business? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just curious. Yeah, something I'm trying to if- learn. Yeah, if you have excess, right? Because you still have operating costs. You still have emergencies that come up. You still have to buy inventory, things like that, right? So as long as you don't hamper your ability to do business, well, invest the excess, right? It's better than having it just sit there in cash. Like, let's just say you had a million dollars sitting there and you say, well, over the next six months, I only need 300,000 of it. Well, then invest 700,000. Six months down the road, if you needed to sell off something to fund more inventory, if the revenues didn't come in in time, well, chances are your, your metals will have grown, right? And you can sell it at a profit and actually have your cash. I'm using cash in, in quotes. Um, I, I view gold and silver as, as a cash equivalent because it's 100% liquid. And if you need to sell it, you just wire you the funds in four to five days. So so invest that difference that you might not need over the next six months, but never, ever, ever cut yourself too short because that's your means of making income, right? And you don't want to stress yourself out. But if there is excess, invest it. Yeah, that was just a curiosity for me because having my own, being my own boss and being my own self-employee, self-employer, I, and there is some excess. I was thinking the other day, I was like, if I have excess after I actually make all these payments for all the things I need and my expectations over the next few months are to replenish inventory, buy manufacturing costs, whatever it might be, taxes, you name it, whatever. It would. I was wondering, actually, is this something that I should use the cash for to invest in things like gold and silver? And would that be beneficial? And I think uh, I think you already answered that. Now, for those who have retirement accounts, they're watching those go down. Their brokerage accounts have been going down all year. Uh <laughs> You just gave us reasons why after 10 and 11 weeks straight of the markets going down, uh, tell the audience if they want to stop the bleeding, how they're going to do it. How easy is it? Oh, it's it's actually easier than what you would think. It's easier than opening up a brokerage account at like Schwab or something like that, right? So if you just have money sitting in- what to do. Yeah, if you have money just sitting in your account, it's a brokerage account, bank account, checking account, right? Um Give us a call, first and foremost, because we want to navigate through that with you. 
and, and let you know how much you should put in. Right. But then we, we simply send you an email with wiring instructions. You wire the funds over. We talk to you, confirm the allocation and ship it to you. And if you don't want it at home, we can open up a depository account, but it's still something that's physical. Somebody's got to take delivery of it, Brian, whether it's you or you store it. Now, that's outside of an IRA. Inside of an IRA, it's a simple email, e-sign document, an application to open up a new IRA at a custodian that allows for physical holdings of metals. We're not talking about paper ETFs like 1,000-ounce bars, 100-ounce bars, 10-ounce bars, real gold and silver. And then a transfer form to move your from your old company to the new company. That's it. It's like a it takes 15 to 20 minutes of, of filling out a form. And after that, my team handles the rest. And then we give you a call when the funds arrive. But that's a tax-free rollover, right? Because you're just going from IRA to IRA. Man, that's probably about 60 to 70% of our businesses IRA rollovers because those are funds that have been held captive there, right? And they, they want to get out of the markets. They don't want their retirements to erode because of some dumb government policy that neither you nor I can control, right? So, but what we can control is ourselves and, and our decisions and the, you know, taking that leap of faith to, to call somebody that you've never met, me, but, but you know, just a, a recommendation from Brian, right? I mean, that is a leap of faith. I understand it. I, I get it. But here's the thing been doing this for 27 years and we can actually hear smiles on the phone, Brian, you, you can, you can hear a smile and it's the most amazing thing when people that are calling us are gripped and paralyzed with fear the moment they call. And then throughout the phone call, we start to see that anxiety melting off of them and you can hear a smile. It's, it's the most amazing thing. And so that's our goal is to partner with people, um, walk them through this fragile economy and have a lifetime relationship with our clients, let you know when it's time to buy, sell, reallocate, get out of Dodge, whatever maybe we'll always let you know because we don't expect you to watch the markets like a hawk. That's what we do. I love that. All right, so tell them where to call and where to go. So we have, we put together a link for you, um, kirkelliotphd.com forward slash artists. You just go there, fill out some information and one of my schedulers will call to get you on our calendar. Or you can simply call 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. Just say Brian sent you, right? And then we'll we'll do the same as it does if you fill out the form. But really, calling kind of gets you that right away because, <laughs> because we'll answer the phone, right? So, so um, yeah, either the form or a phone call, and then we'll take care of it from there. I love it. I personally actually reached out to you and reached out to your team, got the wiring instructions for cash allocations and transfers and got uh, information about our own personal brokerage accounts because uh, my wife and I were actually tired of watching the, the market and the value of that go down, down, down over the last half of a year. It's pretty disgusting. So anyway, we're very excited to team up with you and I encourage everyone else to do the same thing. I put my trust and faith in you uh, as a wealth manager and advisor. I need people like you to do the work I don't have time for. So there are things I'm focused on, things that me as a business owner, as a podcaster, as an educator, researcher, developer, uh, that I just have a ton of things on my plate 24-7. Uh, watching my accounts and watching the, the stock market is not one of those that I even value, nor do I want to take the time to do. Just like I don't want to work on a car, I don't want to do my own brakes. I actually want to pay someone to do that who knows what they're doing so the car will stop eventually in case this man trying it on his own 
screws up. I don't want to hit somebody. So I trust in the experts to do that for me. And uh, with wealth management, I trust you, buddy. All right. So please go to kirkelliotphd.com forward slash artist, A-R-D-I-S, or call them. Give them the number again. 720-605-3900. Awesome. All right. So let's bring some smiles to your faces. Thanks for the economical update. Doesn't look pretty. So let's take it somewhere where it's prettier and shinier. Gold and silver could be one of those things right now. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliotphd.com.